Yeah, I'd written a little script today and you know, it didn't sound so natural. So I scratched that. I have saved it, but I decided to scratch it. I'm going to report this again. You know, I was just thinking, I'm so sorry guys that I've been away. I had a lot of homework this weekend and you know, Mama Bay has 15,000 things that she has to do. I can finally say that things are finally together. The house is clean. Oh, jeez. If I started talking about the reason why keeping my house clean is very important, <laughs> some of them would laugh. But there are certain few things that I've learned over the past weeks, you know, and, um, the other thing is that I've been literally stationed in my feelings for the past couple of days. You know, I'm PMSing and usually before I go on my period, I have these moments where I literally reside in my feelings. I pitch a tent, I light a fire and I sit there and I have pity parties and I feel all the elements. If it rains, if it's windy, if you cough, if you make a sound, I would definitely feel it. So, you know, it was just one of those days when I was PMSing, you know, I'd spent an equally great time drafting this text that I was trying to text to this guy that I was dating. Okay. So I, I am, I'm, I'm, you know, I've edited it a number of times. I've written a text that is not too long, not too short, not too emotional, just the right amount of satire, you know, a little bit of funny in there. And then click, I sent the text. After sending the text, I waited because you know what? I had been waiting to text this guy for a very long time. And since he didn't text me first, I was like, you know what? Swallow my pride, even though I'm in my tent and in my feelings, residing in my feelings, let me text this guy. So why I'm saying this, why I'm providing this context is because I feel like I need to explain myself as to what was happening before I sent this text which explains my reaction okay well it turns out that i misspelled his name and he felt some type of way okay i'm okay okay fine i understand that people are very particular these days about what you say or how you say people's names but i honestly feel like there was supposed to be a nice way to say it mind you i was residing in my feelings so this boy was not supposed to mess around with me. Ah, he was playing with fire at that point. Ah, me, I'm like, ah, hey, me, I just wanted to say good morning. I'm sorry if I misspelled yourself, your name, huh? Is it such a big deal? Oh, no, you making it seem like I made it you. Oh, the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. Me, I was like, I refuse. I refuse for you to speak to me anyhow. I refuse for you to respond to me anyhow and talk to me as if I'm like your child. I refuse that when I text you, when you know that I like you, you just text me anyhow. Block, delete. No, I'm sorry. Whether you guys think that I overreacted, I don't care, but I refused. I refused to initiate it. Listen, man, I like this guy. Do you know what it takes? For some people to take some people messages, listen, okay? Because you don't want to seem too disparate. So I've gone out of my way to text you. Okay, you could have corrected me nicely. Huh? Did you really have to rain on me like that? Yet he knew that I was off and he didn't know that I was in my feelings. But, you know, I know. I Okay, I don't know whether the reason why I'm talking about this is because I'm second guessing myself. But I just wanted to point this out. If somebody likes you, 
they like you. The moment somebody starts nitpicking on everything you say or everything you do and annoyed by each and every step, it just seems like there's nothing that you can do that is right. Hey, sister, now, pack your bags and leave home. The boy doesn't want you or the girl doesn't want you, huh? You know what is normal, huh? You know what a normal reaction is, okay. Not because, you know, Elena reacted, overreacted, but I'm just saying that you know what is normal. You know what is not normal, all right? This thing of you thinking that I will cross the ocean for you, I don't know why I always go back to that song. I don't know whether it's because I really like it, but it was one of the most defining songs of my life. So, you know, I ended that. I was just like, I'm not, I'm not making a fool of myself. You know, if, if, if at every turn I text you and you feel some type of way, then, ah, you know, clearly this is not working. So I, I had to let that go. But if I realized that a long time ago, all those other little stupid relationships that I had, yeah, it wouldn't have happened. Because me, I was in love once, <laughs> you know, I was reminded by my brother, right? And we're just talking about relations like, dearest, do you remember? Make the circle bigger. I don't know if you know the South African song. Um, I don't know what is the name of the guy. But it says, we love them. That's why we make this circle bigger. I'm pretty sure that one of my exes knows this song. Because every time that I would call him, he would literally stop me from talking. And then play it in the background so that he wouldn't hear me talking. Yes. Hasha. But, I, you know, funny enough. I would call this guy religiously every single day. And every time I would call him, he would say, you know, I'm busy right now. I need you to wake me up at midnight. So I'll put alarm o'clock at midnight and call him at midnight. And when I call him at midnight, thanks, he drops the phone. Do you want to talk to me? Do you want to interact with me? Until, you know, at some point you have to realize for yourself. But I literally followed this little boy around as if he was the next best thing to slice bread every day of my life huh stuck like white or rice eh? didn't want to let go and then so i was just thinking you know i was watching this other video the other day and this guy really explained it to me and said this is what you need to do when somebody breaks up with you mind you for me if i make a decision this usually i try to give people chances okay i you know when i'm dating somebody i kind of try to get a picture of you know, who are they? Maybe I'm premature because I get excited about things. You know, the way I met my best friend is that I literally fell in love with her because I love I love shopping. I fell in love with her, bestie. And um, I know, you see, some of these terms that I use don't take me too seriously. Just know I fell in love with her. And from then on, you know, it was just love at first sight. You know, I, I knew this girl was going to be my best friend. And that was the end of that. So, you know, with people too, if, 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 if I'm getting a good vibe, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think I rush into things. Side note. But anyways, you know, I, I'm feeling this guy, you know, you're feeling this guy. And then what happens is that when I start seeing things that discrepancies in your character or things that, you know, I flag out and say, mm, this is what I cannot live for. I break up with you because obviously, you know, we've been dating for a few months. I'm emotionally involved. I kind of have to break up with you before I say out the news to you. So I go through the seven degrees of separation. I go through denial. I do bargaining, you know, I do pity parties until I get to a point where I accept it. And then when I dump you, I'm dumping you, but I've already done the whole heartbreak thing already. 
It's not a decision that has just happened. So I'm just letting you know that usually when someone breaks it, it just doesn't happen. If a guy breaks up with you or a girl breaks up with you and does not make a follow-up, does not call you after the breakup, does not text you after the breakup, they probably have moved on. Sorry. They probably have moved on and they probably have a girlfriend or they probably have somebody else in mind or they're just done. And usually that goes with women. Women, when women is fed up, there is nothing you can do about it. Ooh, nothing you can do. Okay, okay, you need to stop. So this is what I think, okay, should happen. Guy comes to you, a girl comes to you, say it, it's over. You say, thank you, it's all right. As you know, we can't be friends. But I want my phone and my laptop and my clothes that are in your house today. Mm-hmm. Say thank you for your honesty. I really, really appreciate everything. I wish you luck in your life. Be strong. Remember your ancestors, eh? your kids, kids, your kids, 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 your cousins, mothers, sisters, brothers, uncles are depending on what you're going to do. Huh? Don't make a fool out of them. Don't make a fool out of your ancestors. Instead, be strong. Head held high. If you're in the car and this happens whilst you're sitting together in the car, gracefully ask them to stop their vehicle at the nearest stop and gracefully get your things out and yourself out of the car and say, you know, you'll take yourself home. Unless, of course, if it's in an area without Uber or public transportation, I'm not saying be stupid uh, and get out of the car. After that, don't let him touch you. Don't let him... Don't, please, I beg, don't beg. Don't say, you know, what can I do to make it work? What can I do to make things change? Don't, don't do that, okay? Don't. Because, like I said, he has moved on. She has moved on. She doesn't care about you. She done moved on, all right? So, you call your bestie and tell bestie, I'm on, your way, on my way. You go to bestie's house. You buy a bottle of Moscato. As soon as you get through bestie's house, take off your wig, cry. Huh? I mean, this is a formula. I mean, guys, come on. I mean, this is genius, right? Because he doesn't have to see that. No one has to see that. But you see, with me, I wish somebody told me that because uh, me, yeah. So, okay. So besides me following around the other guy, there was another one. It, it's beginning to feel like I have a lot of exes. <laughs> One of me, my friends and I were like, let's write our exes down. <laughs> no. If we dated for less than six months to a year, we did, we're not in a relationship. It was something else. So anybody that I've dated for a year over can come out of the woodworks and claim me. Anybody else. Me, I did not date you. Yes, I didn't. If I did not meet your parents... If there was no marriage proposal, that was not a relationship. I don't know what that was. I knew you, you knew me. You played me, I played you. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay? So, let me say, a guy I fraternized with. Okay, well, this guy we did for a long time. So, was over here. I met his parents. So, we were together for a very long time. So, I think... He had cheated on me once, not once, many, many times. And of course, I'd forgiven him because I thought my friends were lying to me. They were jealous of me. We've spoken about this in another episode where, you know, sometimes when your friends tell you that this guy is not good for you, you don't take it seriously. So you, you don't, it's not like you don't take it, you deny it. 
and your boyfriend tells you that no 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 so 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 is jealous that's why they told you so that's exactly what i did okay um i just said you know i just thought they were jealous of me because i was in a foreign country was you know home country so i was going back and forth so eventually I, i you know i told him that um it's over and he said it's good nothing no feeling huh nothing me i'm sending that you know honestly i thought i was all that you know when you when you break up with someone and you think you've got all the chips i was in south africa man you know i was studying in a foreign university i was killing the game i felt like every guy wanted to be with me and that i was elevating him but you know the way things went down i mean jeez I was a heavy blow to my esteem. He did not even want to try anything. So it at some point, you know, so when he he walked away, I said, like, are you kidding me? Are you for please note that I'm the one who had broken up with him. So now I'm like, so you're not even going to ask me why? But I had the whole I had prepared a speech. Oh, okay. I was going to tell him, I'm so tired. Of the fact that I feel, I feel under, and okay, we had done eye messages in psychology class. I actually have somebody that I know who did like two psychology classes, and because of that, they diagnose everyone with disorders. And you know, after doing a few psychology classes, I felt that I could diagnose a lot of people. So, you know, we've done a lot of eye messages. You know, eye messages. We say, I feel like when you do this. You know, I feel like, you know, this, 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 this. So I love eye messages and I read a little speech. And, you know, I thought, you know, to be like my moment to shine. I mean, this guy had been playing me for a while. Nothing. He didn't even want to hear my side of the story. He said, it was like, no, I don't want to know what your explanation is. I'm, I'm done. And that was it. Kiss and point, ladies and gentlemen. That. No one breaks up with you just in jail. Just like that. They've thought about it. They broke up with you a long time ago. Now, we're on the street this week. Refuse to be treated anyhow just because you love somebody. Refuse to normalize what's a normal. You know what a normal relationship is like. You know how you feel when somebody treats you right. The moment it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Trust your gut feeling. Peace. Map. My people, my people, my people. If I don't talk to you, it actually makes no sense. Well, good evening everyone. Um you know, it's been a very long day. Today was a busy day actually at work. I had tons of things that I had to do. I had a lot of deadlines and uh, but I got them all done surprisingly. But now without, you know, some feeling of exhaustion, I feel like ex- I'm fatigued. <laughs> but, you know, just I just have a sense of accomplishment over everything that I've done. You know, so as you know, um Mama Bear has been pretty emotional lately. <laughs> I've been in my feelings. But once again, I'm sitting in my house and I can say that the white couch is definitely blending into our furniture. 
I know, you know, one of my friends was asking me, why would you buy a white couch, Lena? And I said, it doesn't mean if I have kids that I do not like nice things. I honestly do nice, like nice things and it's not, the couch is not really made out of cloth. It's actually made out of pleather. Or is it fake leather? Uh, obviously, we have to be cognizant of the animals that are being killed for leather. So, you know, it's pretty cute. And um, it's one of the most expensive pieces of furniture we have. And we were literally fighting with the kids over the weekend when, you know, my son was trying to stab a comb onto the couches. And I was like, mm-mm, buddy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm at, I, you know, there's two left for 16 years before you can actually work. Uh, you know, we, we've had extensive conversations with the kids about at some point they're making um, considerable financial contribution. Only that they have two. So um, they can't contribute anything but you know we've spoken about careers we've spoken about resumes we've spoken about you know get them getting themselves together eventually and then you know for the both of them um you know until a point where they're 16 you know or 18 you know you can, you need to make some sort of contribution <laughs> obviously i don't want my kids to go through the same things that I went through when I was young. I feel like, you know, it's our responsibility as parents to kind of create environments where they thrive. And that, you know, that's why I'm working extremely hard to make sure that I get to a point where, you know, they live comfortable lives and I don't expose them to the same amount of um, pain (laughs) that I also went through. Not that I'm not appreciative to everything that, you know, my grandmother did for me. I I truly am for those experiences, but I think it's important that, you know, given the opportunity to to kind of change the course of history that you play a part. Okay, that was a bit too serious, Um, you know, and, you know, one thing that people don't understand is that I am an overachiever. I've got very high standards of myself. I, I really want to, I want the best of the best. So... You know, we are very sheltered, uh, me and my homestars, <laughs> the twins. And we rarely ever have any visitors unless if you're very, very special to us. So we had a guest in our house one of these days. And, um, you know, the guest hung out with us. And, you know, we had a lot of fun. We played some games. So once the guest left, uh, the guest then invited me to their house. I mean, I, people with kids understand this. You know, when you have kids... You can clean as much as you can, but, you know, you know, these are the terrible twos and the twins are kind of like throwing everything around the house. So things are not as neat as we would want them to be. But at least we try to place things where they are supposed to be. I, I think we clean enough, you know, we make sure, you know, we, we vacuum our carpet, we wipe everything, you know, the kids are very particular about cleanliness as well. They know that they have to throw things in the trash. So, we, and we had made an extra effort, especially when guests are coming, we make an extra effort to make sure that the house is clean. So, you know, we're having di- casually hanging out with this person. And then they say, um, so I don't know, I was talking about, you know, Bestie who was coming to visit. And I was like, I don't know, Bestie's coming and whatnot and whatnot and then my friend goes or the person goes uh i don't know how you're gonna take it but um 
your house smells. <laughs> you know, initially I thought maybe I was not hearing this. So I said, okay, what do you mean my house smells? Nice? Oh, uh, well, I'm not sure whether it's the couch or it's the carpet. But it smells of pee. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have met me <laughs> and if you've met my children, we don't smell of pee. But then what was interesting was that they ended up saying, um, so maybe the reason why you don't smell pee in your house is because you may be immune to the pee at this point. <laughs> hey! Hey! Oh! Hey! Okay. Now, on our last podcast, we spoke about what you're supposed to do in situations where somebody breaks up with you unexpectedly in calls because maybe unexpectedly to you, but to the other person, they've been preparing this. Now, from my understanding, from what I could tell, I could see that this person had really thought of the right moment to tell me of which you know when you're telling somebody that your house smells like pee pee there's no right moment and the other thing is if i felt some type of way about it this was not the right time for me to show it you know i wasn't i, I thought you know screaming or causing drama wasn't going to to help so instead i took my own advice so i said well thank you so much for your honesty though i'm not really sure in the way you smelled, maybe there's an element in the truth. I'll definitely look into it and I'll ask my friends. Um, I couldn't stay much longer. I mean, guys, did you expect me to stay much longer after this? I, I couldn't because I was one humiliated. If anybody knows me as well, they'll know that, you know, being a mother is a very big part of my identity. So when you take that away from me, it's kind of like, seriously, really? So I'm failing at being a mother now. I cannot clean my own house. Like, really? Really? So I got into my little car and I went straight to Walmart. And I got all the cleaning supplies I possibly could. I came back home and I literally stripped the whole house naked and threw away the couches that we had. Thus, the explanation that I've just given you as to why we now have a white couch. It's tough, isn't it? You know, it's tough hearing somebody telling you certain things about yourself that you didn't realize. Not sure if anything that this person said had any truth to it. There may have been some truth. I don't know. But every time that I I figure that every time that you receive new information about yourself, you really need to kind of process and take a step back to think, is there an element of truth into it? If it's a ridiculous statement, disregard. But if it's something that is worth looking into, if there's new information that has been brought up, if a lot of people say it, then maybe there's some truth into it. Though there wasn't any truth into this, I decided, you know what? Maybe, you know, clean a little bit more, be a little bit more particular. And it's life. I honestly feel like it's part of growing up. And, um, you know, today I just wanted to shed a little bit more light on... You know, you know who you, you've been talking to on the other end. I feel like you guys have been listening to a lot of my funny stories and not getting a sense of who I am. So, yes, I'm a mom and I'm a mom to two beautiful, uh, two beautiful children, a little boy and a little girl. Yes, I have twins. I'm a twin mom, um, twin single mom. 
And, you know, I remember when I was in college, I actually wrote a paper on single motherhood and the stigma and discrimination associated with it. And in our culture, you know, being a single mom is really frowned upon you're a second class citizen. So it's, it's pretty hectic. So, you know, these past couple of weeks, the other thing that has been happening in my life is that, you know, I've been trying to get my groove back, <clears throat> trying to lose weight, which I've been doing for the past two years of my life. <laughs> Hey. So it's been diet, this diet, this uh, exercise. I swear, I don't, I, I don't know what schedule, which schedule am I supposed to exercise because it's extremely, extremely, extremely difficult. So I don't necessarily, you know, exercise. But I'm a hopeless romantic. So you know those meals and booze, that concept that I spoke to you about in my first podcast. That, you know, I strongly believe in mills and booms. And the fact that plain as I am, I will be walking. You see, the other thing is, sometimes when I'm in the car and I'm driving and I'm listening to my music. And, you know, when you get to the traffic light and there's this cool guy right next to you or this cool girl right next to you. You know, it's like I'm going to mouth, I love you. Well, that hasn't worked. You know, sometimes you think... I'm, I've seen it in movies. Which movie was this? I think it was like Think Like a Man. The Steve Harvey movie. And, you know... You know, they, they are... So Taraji... I don't remember what her character was. But she's driving. She was driving a car. Or the other guy was driving a car. They get to the traffic light. Taraji stops the car. The guy stops the car. They eye each other. The guy stops his car. Gets out of his car. I think he got out of his car and asked for Taraji's number. I've always thought, you know, that would happen to me. But uh, so far, I mean, if it does, guys, I would definitely be the first to let you know. It really hasn't happened to me. Never there been time in the store when I'm doing my grocery shopping. I know I look fine, okay? I, look, I know I look hot. And I, I, as I think that maybe, you know, the guy is going to walk up to me and say, hey... You know, all I see is rain. All I feel is pain. How can I maintain the chain of pain? In my- hey, you know, life fool. Hey, you know, back in the days we used to write, um, what are they called? Oh, bio books. Eh? Bio books. And you write your autobiography and you say name, Elena. Last name, you know, favorite color, pink. Favorite music, Casey and Jojo, all my life. Dream man, you know, doctor. This, 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 and all that stuff. And I remember one of my childhood friends, we, she, we actually got those bio books. And, you know, both of us were also firm believers in these romantic novels. So one day, you know, I'm taking a walk. I kid you not, this is it actually happened. I'm taking a walk. No, actually, we had gone to a, um, I think we'd gone to a conference somewhere on HIV AIDS and that's where I met this guy, you know, tall, muscles. You know the drill. I mean, I don't even have to describe. I know I have a thing for tall guys. You know, let's call him 36. Uh, 36 was cute, was gorgeous. Um, you know, he came from a very wealthy family. Even in the get, you know, there are some people that are termed wealthy and there are some people that are not. Now, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I used to borrow clothes from other people. <laughs> so, you know... So one day I was wearing, I think I was wearing tights and wearing a top and a sweater. And he, he was driving to our house. Yes, 
the guy drove a car, which also was a big deal in my book. So he's driving a car and he's coming over to my house. And then he didn't realize it was me because I was looking fine. So he stops the vehicle and he was like, babe, all I could see was your backside. You look fantastic. What? That's what I'm talking about. I mean, the guy didn't even need to see my face. He saw my silhouette and was like, that silhouette belongs to my boo-boo. You know, and you know, that was 36. And then obviously uh, that didn't end very well. Uh, 36, I think, got into another relationship. And that was the end of that. And I'm just trying to reflect on some of the relationships that some of the pointless relationships that I've had in my life. And I've had some pretty, like I said, we, we've defined that a relationship is something that is more than two years. I've met your parents and you've proposed to marry me. I mean, if that hasn't happened, then that isn't a relationship, right? But, you know, I have my own regrets. I feel like, you know, the, you know, that person that you always think about and you go, you know, the one that got away. Do you have that type of a person? I have that type of a person. And, um, you know, this guy, you know, I'll call him college. Ah, college was a great guy, guys. Mm, college was a great guy. You know, um, he, he was very sweet. He treated me like I was the only thing in the world. Now, there's this thing that we women do that when a guy treats you like the only girl in the world, we don't like that. We like it rough, eh? When he tells you rough things, eh? You're ugly. Me, I don't want you. Don't call me. No, come to me. No, stay away. Those are the type of relationships I feel like sometimes women like where they are not wanted. That's where they want to, you know, feature, feature and get in there. So... But that wasn't the case. You know, from day one, I knew I was the only girl in his life. I really knew it. I mean, I was the love of his life. I met his mom. Of course. Who wouldn't want to introduce me to his mother? I met his mom. Um, I met his grandmother. I met his aunt. Okay. So we're in college. I think we're like third year. And, you know, my bestie at college was like, you know what, Amina? Because, you know, my guy, college was in Zimbabwe. And I was in South Africa. So my friend is like, ah, bestie, you know what? Um, let's have a side, some side dishes here. Huh? Some side dishes here. You know, something to just wall up the time. And then when we go back home, we can go to our main, our main dishes. Ah, okay. So I'm at the hair salon, right? I'm getting my hair done. Ah, okay. I see this guy. I saw him. He saw me. There was some sort of, you know, like that eye contact. I mean, I don't know him, so I ignored. And then I left. Okay, that was day one. Day two, our um, our residence was close to the train station. And if you knew the University of Western Cape where it was located, it was located by the train station. So we're getting into the gate coming from school. from I mean, coming from home, going to school. And I meet this guy again. <gasps> Second time. Once again, I need you guys to always... Every time we talk, the very fundamental rules of engagement that we've spoken about, that one, I'm a hopeless romantic, two, I love um, Mills and Boone, should tell you where this is going to end. Well, the universe was speaking to me. Well, I mean, this is the second time. Okay. So at this point now, I mean, I feel like, you know, at that point, we knew each other, right? So I'm like, guy. And then he's like, girl. And I'm like, hey. So we say, hey, hey, hey. Okay. That's great. So we get in and, you know, we go our separate ways. 
On our way back again, guess who I meet again? Guy. Ah, turns out his name is, we'll call him BBB. His name is BBB. You know, the reason why I say BBB is because he had a British accent. <laughs> okay. Despite the fact that he had all the basic commodities, remember, he was tall, he was educated. On top of that, he had a British accent. What did you want me to do? You know, I see you guys judging me as if me, I, me, I'm not satisfied. I wasn't satisfied with my life. Okay, I understand that college was there, but the plan was we're supposed to have the side dishes. Okay, so you know, hey, 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 you know, my name is BBB. You know, British show. Hey, you know, um, I'm doing my PhD. In, in in engineering, petroleum engineering, what 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 in geology, PhD four. I mean, he was just topping the list. Okay, and I'm I'm Alina, and you know, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And at that point, I was still in my undergraduate, and you know, sometimes when you're like in your twenties, I didn't really realize that I needed to get myself together first before I actually got into a relationship. I've always because I came from a very conservative culture um the expectation was always you know you need to find a man who provides and the first thing that your mom or your parents or you know your friends or your relatives are to ask are okay you want to get married to him but what does he do right so it was very important that if you were dating somebody it had to be somebody who made sense and I mean, according to the resume this guy made sense college was still in college he was actually doing his third year in in, in, a, in an it program so future-wise, you are set. You know what I mean? And both of us were in college and whatnot. But, you know, right now, let's focus on BBB. Mr. Hot, Mr. Hot Chocolate. Yes. So Hot Chocolate, you know, says, you know, you know, he's originally from one of these African countries. You know, the reason why I'm not disclosing the African country is mainly because the moment I open my mouth and I say this, a lot of you guys have experienced guys from that African country and they're not going to be happy about it. And I don't want to seem like I am generalizing and saying all those people who come from this particular country are like that. But since I've said particular country in this accent, I'll be you know now. Uh Aha. So that's where he came from originally. But, you know, also had gone to the UK. So we exchanged numbers and then we started talking. Now, mind you, because the, me, I was in love with college. College was my profile picture, so I immediately had to, to remove that. Because I'm making money moves here. I could see myself with weaves at school. I could see myself with lunch. So I was like, you know what? College must go. So it, it started off as a casual thing. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't see it becoming anything else. But, ah, guys. Yo, guys in my head, if I showed you pictures of that period, me and my friend were bowling. Me and Bestie, I mean, this guy would give us 2,000 rand, you know, get our nails done, you know, take us out. I remember on my birthday, he hired taxis and we drove to Cape Town, the CBD, okay, the commercial business district. And then we went into a store and was like, you can have whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. Hey. And I shocked, okay? So imagine, you know, college, his love is genuine. His love is pure, you know? I knew I was the only guy. But 
This one, you eat my, my blood rush all over my body, okay? So I was just like, you know, you know, this is it. So, okay, so, you know, hot chocolate, then, uh, okay, school's closed, our college is closed. You know, me, me and hot chocolate at this point, we are, I mean, we, we were far off in our relationship. I'd made his friends. I talked to his mother in quotes, somebody who said that he was his mother. I'm saying this because I'm trying to create a context for you so you understand what happened next. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know, it really does make sense. Uh, you know, uh, college, he is still a student. Hot chocolate, he's almost done with his PhD. He's going to be financially stable now. You know, when I was weighing this, I kind of thought, you know, going for what glittered made more sense. And if you were me, you know, you, you meet somebody in the same town as you and you were dating somebody who's in Harare. I'm pretty sure you would go on for somebody who's close to you. I, so don't don't look at me with the side and say, you know, Elena liked things. Grass looked greener. So what did you want me to do? So I went back home and I started acting funny. You know, I dumped college. Dumped college. College tried to beg. You know, college, you know, his mother would call me and ask me, you know, what's going on and whatnot. You know, it still breaks my heart when I think about that. Because, I mean, this guy was raging. And until, you know, a certain point, it's just like, you know what, Amina doesn't want me back. So whatever. So I started focusing on uh, hot chocolate. So hot chocolate had gone to a conference in another country. And we'd been emailing for a little while and also doing WhatsApp. You know, for those who are family, WhatsApp is like a, it's a social media app where you can, it's almost like texting, but just a little different. You can use, it's, most people who have family outside of the United States kind of understand what, how WhatsApp uh, uh, works. So, you know, periodically I would go into town because obviously, you know, I didn't have data to be checking my emails. So I had to kind of check my emails at internet cafes as we used to call them so i went to the internet cafe and i was checking my emails and i saw one from hot chocolate so usually i would read through other emails and then eventually get up to the point where i read about hot chocolate it would have to be the last one so hi alina hey, this is hot chocolate's wife you didn't see that coming right <laughs> hey yes turns out that you're the wife I kid you not. I kid you not. You know, the email was very particular. You know, you, you I've been jeopardizing my marriage. Please stay away from my husband. Hey, you know, when you realize that you've been living a lie. You know, I went, I, I gasped. Ah, could not believe it. Hey, hey, hey. You know, so I dumped my boyfriend for this guy only to find out that he's married so initially i was like you know what maybe it's not true it's probably a joke so i was like you know hey babe i don't know maybe you know there was a mistake but somebody wrote me an email saying that they're married to you from your email he said it's true and then whatever we had it's finished what do you mean whatever we had was finished there was no closure here there was no closure i mean is this guy kidding me you know so okay 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 well there was nothing that i could do so what i decided to do was try to get back college hey i was not having it so life 10 alina zero at this point 
long story short i lost both guys i mean obviously i couldn't continue with this relationship with this married guy because he's married and i i lo- i mean college dumped me he didn't want to be with me and in as much as i tried to apologize it really was too late and um you know we, we couldn't get back together and i've tried to reach out to college a number of times you know i always feel bad and i feel like he's one of the people that i think about and go you know life choices huh not you know pastures are always greener on the other side and you know i definitely learned my lesson so many many years later after you know this whole entire thing happened actually i went back to school and hot chocolate tried to sell me the idea that you know you wasn't married but we all know how that story goes you know i i didn't want to continue with the relationship but many 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 years later right i am on facebook guess who comes with my suggested friends so i find it hilarious and i mean at this point i've totally forgotten about everything i don't really care about hot chocolate he's married i mean so i send a friend request <laughs> ah some of these things that i do i wasn't sending a friend request because i wanted him back it was just in, i was just intrigued and i'm you know, just, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. All I know is I sent a friend request. After sending a friend request, the wife responded again and said, The nerve. Huh? Now you're playing with the tail of a snake. <laughs> ah, ah, this life. You know, it's not the first time that somebody has ever done that to me. You know, so, okay. Okay, that story is finished. So, you know, I'm in college again and, you know, I've been talking to this guy and I met him through a cousin of mine. I mean, we, we, I think we'd been dating for eight months. I don't know what, honestly, I feel like people need to define what dating is. You know, after this, you know, if you could leave a comment and tell me what you think dating is. And um, so, okay, the guy had visited me, I'd visited him. We hadn't defined what it was. This is the reason why I'm saying I am not going to spend eight months of your life between before DTR. Ah, you need to define what this relationship is. I mean, there's just no way in hell on earth that I'm going to continue with the relationship without necessarily knowing where we are. So, you know, so, okay. So we're going back and forth. Sometimes I'm buying airtime. Sometimes I'm buying credit on the phone. You know, we're calling each other for like an hour or two. We're texting each other on the regular. We've kissed. If you touch my breasts, what do you think is going on? If you touch my bum, we're in a relationship. Eh? Ah, uh, you can't be touching me for no apparent reason. What do you think I am? Pieces of meat? Huh? You think I'm a fruit that you're trying to see? No, 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 no. If you touch my breasts, if you touch my bum, we are dating. That's just the bottom line. Okay? So, he touched my breasts, then he touched my bum and kissed me. So, we're in a relationship. Okay. So, you know, we, we, we're in a relationship. Okay, I thought we were in I was dating him, but he wasn't dating me. So one afternoon I called him, I was at school. I remember I used the last 20 rand I had in my account to call him, to buy airtime and call. So I say, hey, hey, babe. I say, hey, Elena, you know, what's going on? I said, oh, you know, you sound a little bit low. What happened? And um, he's like, ah, Elena, you know what? Uh, me and my girlfriend had a fight. <laughs> hey. Ah, you and your girlfriend. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe I said, okay, you know, I've been training myself on reactions for a very long time. Either one, I was going to say, what do you mean your girlfriend? I thought I was your girlfriend, which was going to lead me to getting even more hurt. So I said, I'm sorry. 
what happened? And he said, you know, they ended a fight and whatnot. And, you know, his girlfriend wasn't really happy with him. And I said, no, no, I'm very sorry. You know, I hope you get better. You know, talk to her and make her understand how much you love her. And after I dropped the phone, I told myself that I'm never calling ever again. That was that. Seriously, you people. Hey, so these are some of the experiences that I've had. And I don't know why I was thinking about this today. But I just want to say that, you know, if you're in a relationship and everything is going great and Mr. Hot Chocolate comes into your life or Miss Hot Chocolate comes into your life, all I can tell you is grass isn't always greener on the other side. On that note, my people, I love y'all. Please keep tuning to my podcast. If there are things that you want me to talk about, please let me know. I'm definitely open to ideas. Love you. Mwah.